Welcome back, my party people, to another episode of the Films with Feral podcast slash experience. For those of you playing at home, that's right, we changed the name up just a tad on the last episode. If I got to tell you that, though, it means you probably didn't watch the last episode, so here we are. Go back and watch it. If you guys like what you see, make sure to hit the subscribe button. Maybe we put that down below. We put it to the side. Look at that. I've got a marker right now, and I'm not drawing on the board. How is he doing that? Um, either way, if you like what you see, subscribe button, press, boom, boom. Uh, we've got a good one here today, folks. We will be reviewing 2021's end of the year, Don't Look Up, right on Netflix, all right? A lot of marketing behind this movie. In my opinion, this might be the second, if not the biggest movie to kind of release to Netflix since The Irishman, starring Bobby De Niro, Al Pacino, Joe Pesci, you know, Martin Scorsese film. So pretty big deal. Um, movie just came out. If you're watching your Netflix right now, you'll probably see on one of the top, uh, you know, let's watch this now or top trending. Uh, it's all over the place right now. I've got a lot of friends asking for this video, what my thoughts were. So thus, here we go. Um, so when we are looking at Don't Look Up, all right, that joke never gets old. There we go. Um, looking at the cast first. All right. So a lot of marketing was done on this movie, uh, obviously with these big names that they actually have attached to this. So we've got Leo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence. Meryl Streep, Kate Blanchett, Jonah Hill. All right, so the cast is absolutely there. All right, in terms of actual theme of the movie. All right, we know, don't look up, there we go. It's a sci-fi movie, all right? So you're going to have a lot of sci-fi elements. Um, it's a drama, you know, look at the cast right here. You can't have these kind of actors without having a little drama to it, okay? And then it's also comedy. Again, you can't have some of these actors with a little bit of comedy. I mean, Jennifer Lawrence, drama, comedy, Silver Lining Playbook, won an Oscar. Um, same could be said, Leo didn't win the Oscar for Wolf of Wall Street, but you know, some drama elements too, but you know, a comedy as well. Um, so when we're looking at this a little bit deeper, what I found very interesting right here, directed by Adam McKay. All right. So Adam McKay, I believe in the news last two years split with Will Ferrell, uh, with their production company, uh, difference of opinion in terms of a new movie that Adam McKay is coming out, uh, here in a little bit. Adam McKay, you know, him, you love him, produced well, directed in such movies as Anchorman, The Other Guys, Step Brothers, Talladega Nights. You're starting to find a theme here. Him and Will Ferrell go hand in hand. Lately, which I found very interesting, we have Adam McKay kind of taken on a little bit more of a serious approach. Uh, he's brought us The Big Short, right? Uh, he's brought us Vice, Dick Cheney, uh, you know, pretty decent movie right there. So you can see right there, getting a little bit more serious, okay? He's starting to work. I mean, you have Christian Bale right there. Christian Bale doesn't do these movies so much, he does these movies, more serious roles, more Oscar contending roles, more meat in the potatoes, not dick jokes, not uh, fart jokes, not, I mean, I, I love Anchorman, I love the other guys, I love Step Brothers, that might be the last movie I've actually cried during, cry laughing, of course, uh, but you know, he's taking a step up right there, taking a little, taking on a little bit more serious role, okay? So before we get things actually started here, folks, it's a good time to mention our sponsor for this week's episode. This week's episode of the Films with Feral Experience is brought to you by Crazy Carl's Canadian Canoeing Adventure. That's right, folks. If you're on the lake and you want a little, you know, want to be a little risky, want to get frisky, uh, maybe want to dabble on some of that Canadian whiskey, well, head on over to Crazy Carl's Canadian Canoeing Adventure. They'll take care of you. Folks, strap in. It's going to be bumpy, but not like too bumpy because Crazy Carl's cares about kids and cares about people. Strap in. Let's go. All right, you beautiful people, welcome to another episode of the Films with Feral Experience. Um, as I mentioned in our intro, uh, we will be reviewing the Netflix original, Don't Look Up. 
All right, like I said, Adam McKay directed it, got a lot of star power attached to it. We're looking at about a runtime, I think two hours and 11 minutes uh, in total. So it is a little bit of a longer movie, but as mentioned before as well, when you start getting into that comedy drama combination, especially like in an Adam McKay movie, you are looking for a little bit longer of a runtime. Tells the story a little bit more rather than a 90 minute slapstick comedy, all right? This is far from a slapstick comedy. Uh, so in the movie, uh, you start off uh, Jennifer Lawrence's character, college um, student working on her doctoral degree, uh, hanging out, jamming to some rap music um, on a big ass telescope. She finds a meteor. Now the meteor is very large, okay? Meteor is heading right towards Earth. Uh, we're kind of curious on what the hell we're going to do. Bruce Willis isn't there to save us. Ben Affleck isn't there to save us. Michael Clark Duncan, rest in peace, isn't there to save us, right? So uh, we have an Armageddon style event uh, the good thing is we're about six months from that uh, meteor, asteroid, science term, actually crushing Earth. So you would think we have plenty of time to save Earth, right? Um, so Jennifer Lawrence, you know, and her professor, in this case, Leonardo DiCaprio, a very anxious Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio character places very well, plays a very, as someone who gets a little anxious from time to time. Um, you know, I thought he did a very good job in this role. Um, just with the character that he was playing. So Jennifer Lawrence and Leo DiCaprio are on a mission now. They get NASA involved. They're meeting with the president to let them let her know, Meryl Streep, uh, what's going on, let them know that an asteroid is coming. They kind of shake it off, right? Uh, Jonah Hill just, uh, again, Jonah Hill's kind of added in this movie for a little bit more of a, a comedic element to it as well. Jonah Hill's actually Meryl Streep's son in the movie and the chief of staff, which is kind of fun. But, um, you know, the president, the, you know, really... The White House isn't too worried about this right now. They don't want to induce panic, right? That makes sense. You don't want to have just a world gone mad knowing that in six months it's going to end, right? People will stop working. People will just be partying all the time. It doesn't sound too bad in my opinion, but uh, nonetheless, the President of the United States in this movie does not want it to happen. So they kind of play it off. Um, next thing you know, Leo and Jen just start trying to make headwaves. I mean, no one's really believing them um, that there is a meteor kind of coming, crashing uh, into Earth. Right? So uh, it's kind of just follows Leo. It follows uh, Jennifer Lawrence and really their plan to, uh, to try to save the world at the end of the day. Uh, so again, it is a little bit of a longer movie. Uh, we will be kind of going in a, you know, a little bit more in terms of what I like about this movie, what I didn't like about this movie. Uh, if we are going to kind of hit pauses, I, you know, if, if we're going through it, we'll stop right here. You know, there will be spoilers from here on out. It's on Netflix. What that means is you don't have to pay money for it except for the $10 or $12 subscription that you're probably banking off somebody else. Uh, shout out to my mom for letting me use our Netflix account forever. Um, so, you know, put this on pause. Go sit your butt down on the couch. Go make some popcorn. Go make some pizza. Push pause. Go to the bathroom. Come back. Wash your hands. Maybe not in that order. Push play. Watch the movie again if you want to kind of, you know, I do recommend watching this movie, all right? At least one time. I, it's not something that I plan on ever watching again, uh, but it is at least a good for a one-time watch. All right, folks, so here we are. We're getting into it. Um, you know, I was really surprised how this movie ended. I really didn't, really wasn't sure how, if they were actually going to blow up Earth or not, um, because you don't really see Earth getting blown up all too often. Armageddon, you know, Earth is safe. Shout out to Bruce Willis again. Um, but, you know, if you look at movies, like, I guess we'll throw in This is the End with Seth Rogen. The world's kind of, you know, exploded. You look at Seeking a Friend for the End of the World with um, Keira Knightley and Steve Carell. You look at This is How It Ends 
uh, featured in season one of Films with Feral. Spoiler alert, the world explodes there too. Um, so you don't really see the Earth exploding too much um, in these movies. I guess what is kind of crazy, I mean, Adam McKay put this on the poster, this is based on truly possible events, okay? Um, which is kind of scary, but if we kind of think about it too, I could very, re you know, very much see something like this possibly happening one day. There is an asteroid heading towards Earth. No one wants to go into a fully induced panic. Uh, so we just don't tell anybody. We try to save it. And if it doesn't shake out, oh, well, we're dead anyway. So there's no kind of scrutiny. Um, you know, the world doesn't go mad except for with the last hour or two when we're all burning alive, which probably doesn't sound too much fun. But, you know, I digress. But uh, very interesting movie. Again, I wasn't, uh, wasn't a huge fan. It was... Again, like two hours and 11 minutes, I think they could have at least cut 15 to 30 minutes off of this movie. Entirely too long. I got up and pissed probably about at least seven times, uh, which is kind of normal, I guess, with my prostate. Who knows? Shout out, get checked. Um, so it was a little bit of a longer, longer movie, right? Very kind of drawn out. I did like Leo's character in the movie. He plays a very anxious scientist very well. Uh, he kind of has his highs and lows and kind of you know, um, gets back with his wife at the end of the movie. So I like that. Um, Jonah Hill's character was funny. Um, other than that, I really, the characters didn't do it for me. And with a movie like that, with the cast that we just kind of went over, I thought that there was going to be more, just more dynamic interaction, more highs, more lows. Um, didn't really care for the other characters, but uh, I thought Leo did a good job. I didn't think it was something extreme, but I thought he did a good job. Um, not, I don't, I mean, I'm sure he might get nominated for an Oscar. Would he win it? I don't know. Uh, I'd have to see who else is really in the runnings for something like that, but just, I don't know, just, it was good. It wasn't great. Could have been shaved off a decent amount of time. Um, but it's really just kind of crazy to think about. I mean, that's why I think I'm kind of on the fence because something like this actually could very realistically happen. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, I mean, you have the president of the free world going, you know, four months out when these, you know, the asteroid is still well far out of reach where we have time to explode this thing, have it separate, maybe explode it again. You have her just hitting the pause button, the retreat button, because her, you know, billionaire, third richest man in the world and one of her backers says, hey, wait a second, there's some key minerals on that uh, that I can profit off of, that the world can profit off of. So we can make a fuck ton of money. So you know what? Let's retreat. Let's not save the earth right now. Let's hit the pause button, BRB. I'm going to spend like a couple months cooking up some weird shit of my own and I'm going to go ahead and try it. Now, I don't have any science behind my name. I have money and I can pay scientists, but my opinion matters because I have a fuck ton of money and I funded your campaign. All right. So political, Politics aside, I don't talk politics, fuck politics. It is what it is. But, you know, when you look at it in the movie, there is a very large political undertone uh, to this movie, which is absolutely wild. Could you see, you know, a president possibly, you know, some backdoor deal with some multi-billionaire, trillionaire, quadrillionaire, um, you know, whatever, just to make a quick buck because you could save Earth and you could also make a shit ton of profits. Uh, which I guess is kind of the scary part because I could, you know, realistically see that happening um, at some point in time. So I think that might be, you know, I did maybe like the movie, but I think just the, oh shit, this actually could happen. Might have scared me straight just a little bit more uh, on that, you know, straight path right there. So that was uh, a little bit interesting for me. Like I said, um, take it or leave it. Again, this is just my opinion. It's something that I would watch, especially in today's world. We don't have a lot of movies coming out right now. You have the Spider-Man movie. Uh, you had the Matrix movie, which was, eh, uh, spoiler alert there. But 
Um, you got a lot of TV shows hitting, you know, coming back for their next season uh, throughout the streaming sites as well. But I was really looking forward to this movie. Netflix did a good job at really promoting this movie uh, just with the cast alone. I mean, that cast sells movie tickets, right? That cast it brings clicks to Netflix, it brings watches, it brings whatever Netflix capitalizes off of. So one would think, especially like I mentioned, this is probably one of the biggest movies to hit Netflix since The Irishman with Bobby De Niro. I was really anticipating that this was going to be a good movie, but I really didn't care for The Irishman. Again, that movie was like 17 hours long. Uh, this movie, another long movie. So again, something that I would consider watching, uh, I would watch, you know, I did watch. It was two hours and 11 minutes of my time. Um, so I would, you know, say, get out there and watch it. Um, if the sole focus of just being like, what the fuck, this is actually possible. Um, but other than that, you know, again, there's not a lot to watch on TV right now. It's something that's going to grab a lot of people's attention. Didn't really care for it. I'd give it like a, about a thumb and a half up uh, on my two fat thumb scale. Um, just it didn't check all the boxes for me. I would have liked to see maybe a little bit of a lesser movie, a little bit more character uh, development, not something that's going to frighten the fuck out of me. But um, if we've looked at anything from the Adam McKay movies uh, to begin with, he, he does have a little bit of a political undertone or at least, you know, talks about these important subjects uh, throughout his movies. In the big short, you have the, the mortgage industry. In Vice, you have Dick Cheney low-key running the U.S. during the Bush administration. And during... Um, don't look up. There we go again. Uh, a possible Armageddon-like event. Um, but yeah, very interesting. Um, very interesting movie. All right, party people. Well, that'll do it for today's episode. Keeping it a little bit on the shorter side since that movie was so fucking long. Um, again, if you like what you see, subscribe, like, comment. Uh, I want to know what you thought about this movie. Am I the only one crazy enough to think that this is actually something very possible to happen? Am I the only one that thought the rest of the characters besides um, Leo DiCaprio were stale? You know, let me know. Uh, tell me to fuck off if you want to. Hey, I don't care. Uh, movies are movies. But really appreciate you guys making the time here today. And again, big shout out to Crazy Carl's Canoeing Canadian Adventures. Uh, you know, they're doing good things over there. You need the passport to go visit them. Uh, but they're doing great things. Again, they care about the kids. They care about you. Uh, you know, what are you going to do? So, folks, appreciate the love. Uh, we'll see you next time.